Hey y'all, welcome to Sisters in a Glimpse. Two friends turn sisters, sharing glimpses of God's glory with all kinds of truth, laughter, really everything in between in the midst of this story we get to call life. Hello. Hello guys. Welcome to season two, episode two. This is Abby. This is Megan. And here we are. Here we are. It is Monday. Monday. I was like, what day is it? May 16th. Uh-huh. Okay. So, again, we took a week off again. We did. It just, Uh we, it's moments like this that keep us humble Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and realize that we are not professional podcasters. No, we're not. And sometimes things don't work out for us. Things just don't work out. Yeah. So. But here we are. But here we are. We always come back. We always come back. We always come back. Yeah, we do. You know? Okay, so tonight, yep. we were talking about some things that we wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. and one of the topics that came up with us are, what are some things that we wish we knew yeah. back whenever? Back whenever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Abby, do you want to start us off? I would love to. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to. Um, so, as some of you, most of you may know, I don't know, I mean, if you know me, you know. <laughs> Uh, but if you're just a listener to the podcast out of our, you know, 10 people that <laughs> I'm sure we I'm appreciate, sure. You. we appreciate you. Yes. Um, but if you know me personally, you know this, but if not, I love a plan mm-hmm. a little too much. And I, every plan that I have, I know every detail of that plan. Uh-huh. I want to know every detail of that plan. Mm-hmm. And I really would prefer to control every detail of that plan. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's not a good thing, by the way. Like, that's something Mm -hmm. that the Lord and I are continuing to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, But, at one point, I would say in my life, like, in high school, in college, there was no, like, working on it Mm -hmm. with the Lord. Like, Mm -hmm. I was not really aware that that was how I, um, I wouldn't even say that I'm wired that way, um, I wasn't aware that that you was struggled with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that I liked that that much. And I had everything all planned out from like just my day to day, um, routine, but also to the point of my future. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you would have asked me, I can remember like as a junior and senior in high school, really probably a junior and as a senior, it got a little bit more realistic. But, I mean, as a junior, I was telling my parents that I was going to move off to New York City and go to the Fashion Institute of Technology. Mm. And I was going to go to fashion school. And, y'all, I, I mean, that sounds absolutely ridiculous now. Plan. But that was the plan. And I would, like, look up. Like, I had, I was I was ready. Mm. <laughs> and I'm sure in the back of their mind, <laughs> like, right, they Abby. would, like, yeah. I would turn around and they'd probably roll their eyes at each other. <laughs> Um, like, oh, yeah, we're going to let you move off to New York City, you adult, 16-year-old yeah. you. Um, but that was the plan, and I was full set on it. Um, and that, y'all, I can't even, like, I love fashion, and I love, like, designing. I can't draw a sketch to save my life. <laughs> like, I can't. I have no idea how to sew. Like, it's not your gift. It's not my gift, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so as I went to, you know, my senior year of high school, I was then dead set on volleyball, and that was going to be my plan. I was going to grow up to be a coach, college coach. I was going to travel, all these things. Um, and I had it all planned out. It's a little bit more realistic plan. Yeah. You know, that was actually, like, attainable because yeah. that was the gifting of mine. Um, and then 
as I entered into adulthood after I graduated college, everything started changing. Mm-hmm. And I became a coach, a college coach, mm-hmm. and I did not it was not something that was a forever thing. Yeah. And I chose that. Like I was like, oh my gosh, what is gonna happen? I don't love this as much as I always wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I became a high school coach. And the same thing happened. I was like, Lord, what is happening? I was supposed to be a coach for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, what What gives? Um, I have ne- I'd never had any other plan other to, than to be a volleyball coach. And um, thankfully, I had prepared. My parents had led me to prepare to have, you know, a different career mm-hmm. in teaching. And that was what I yeah. majored in. And um, But I never intended on actually utilizing that, ever. <laughs> You were going to be a coach. I was going to be a coach. And so um, then it's like, the Lord was like, no, like you just, I'm going to make you go with the flow. Like I'm going Mm -hmm. to show you what it looks like to surrender your plan and heed to what I am doing in your life. Mm -hmm. And that was hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And it... (laughs) I mean, I think back to my first years of coaching and and realizing that it was not what I wanted to do and having conversations with my parents of what am, I don't even know what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I have my teaching certificate, but I don't think this is what I really want to do. Mm -hmm. And um, just having to start praying that prayer. And that's like a scary thing whenever you don't really know what is ahead for you, you know. Um, But I knew that I was gifted there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was what I did. And um, it, but it has been hard to surrender those plans, but it has been the coolest thing to watch the Lord, um, shift things around mm-hmm. beyond any of my control because it got to a point where I was like, Lord, I can't control any of this mm-hmm. anymore. Um, and I'm going to need you to step in because I, I, I've lost full control. You blinded. I used to say like, there was a time in my life that it was literally like he did it even, allow me to um, look beyond what was right in front of me. It was like he had blocked any kind of dream because he wanted me to so fully Mm. depend on who he wanted to be for me and who he was longing to be for me. Mm -hmm. And and until I gave him those reins, Mm. it was, I I didn't, I didn't know what to do. Um, And so I had to learn to fully surrender. And so what I wish I knew Mm -hmm. then, and whenever I say then, I'm talking... (laughs) five, ten years ago, um, was that, one, his plans are always better. Mm -hmm. And to any plan, any dream um, that we have for ourselves, told it very loosely, and to bring it before him. Mm -hmm. Because that was one thing that, yes, I was praying, and yes, I was close to the Lord, but I do look back, I was pretty dead set on myself. I wasn't bringing things before him before him in prayer like I try my best and I'm not perfect at it but I do try my best to do that now and Mm -hmm. I am I am I try to be consistent in that that was not what that looked like I was praying about it um but I was not I was praying about it while also knowing in my head this is what I'm Mm -hmm. thinking that I knew Mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to do and it always it makes me think back to that verse of in Proverbs uh Proverbs 16 9 I have it right here. It says that um, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Mm-hmm. And I bet anyone um, who has walked with the Lord and has a relationship with the Lord 
you can think back to we all have a time in our life mm-hmm. where we have tried to plan something mm-hmm. um, and it has not gone the way that we planned mm. but yet hindsight looking back you see how the Lord was working mm-hmm. um, you see how he was over it all mm-hmm. and really I look back those years have um, they taught me a lot yeah um, and it was like real time like it was learning by doing mm-hmm. and um he he caused it to to come together for good um and and now I look back and think I can't imagine my story looking like anything else yeah you know oh that's good so to hold your plans loosely Very loosely yeah. and, it's, and like Abby said I love that you said that that to make plans it's yeah. a good thing to make plans mm-hmm. And to have a vision, because those without vision will perish, right. but to hold them loosely. And yeah. I think that goes with anything in our lives to hold loosely, yeah. because yeah. everything belongs to the Lord. Right. So, I love that, Abby. Yeah. Okay, sure. so for me, mm-hmm. what I wish I knew. So, if you know me, <laughs> well, the previous me, um, there's lots of lessons I wish I probably would have known yeah. um, in my 20s. Um But one that sticks out to me um, is in Proverbs 4, verses 23 through 27. So I'm going to read that for us, and then I'm going to go into what I mean. Yeah. So it says, Guard your heart above all else, for it is the source of life. Don't let your mouth speak dishonestly, and don't let your lips talk deviously. Let your eyes look forward. Fix your gaze straight ahead. Carefully consider the path for your feet. And all your ways will be established. Don't turn to the right or to the left. Keep your feet away from evil. And so in my 20s, um, I did not keep my feet away from evil. And so I thought my 20s was just the time to live it up. And I did live it up. And in every sense of the way. And so I spent all this time just doing what I pleased when I pleased Mm -hmm. and that was just the routine of my life and you know at the time when you're in that like you feel like man this is life like I'm living it up this is you know I'm having so much fun um and not realizing that what you're doing um you're really training yourself for who you're becoming Mm -hmm. and JP or Jonathan Placuda says that all the time I know we listen to him yeah and he's always saying that you, you're you always becoming something. Yeah. And if we're not guarding our hearts and we're not in his word and guarding our hearts and what comes in our lives mm-hmm. and what we're doing and what we're feeding ourselves, then we're becoming something mm-hmm. that is not good. Mm-hmm. And we will be led astray. And before we realize it, we're off in a, you know, yeah. in a different land somewhere not knowing how we got there you know just like the prodigal son and that's who I was Mm -hmm. um you know when and and what I didn't realize too all these habits that I'd started like creating in my life Mm -hmm. you know you think that you're having fun yeah and you think that none of it matters yeah and so I was living the life and going out and partying and doing all this stuff in the back of my mind though 
I always thought, you know, one day I'm going to be a wife and a mother and I'm going to have this and, you right. know, live in this kind of house and have this job. And I had all those plans, yeah. but I wasn't there yet. And I wanted to like have fun before I got there right. and not realizing that all the stuff I was doing was not leading me to what my plan was, mm -hmm. not leading me to what I wanted my future to look like. Right. Um, and so then I had to spend a lot of time yeah. really rewiring my brain yeah. and the way I thought about things and all those things that I were doing, those came with consequences mm -hmm. because God can forgive and he can restore, but he doesn't forgive consequences. Yeah. Those are natural. Those comes, that comes with what you do. And, right. and so at the time, not realizing, oh, there's consequences to this mm -hmm. and my life is not leading to where I'm wanting it to go. And so I still deal with those consequences to this day yeah. because of because of things and decisions I I made in my twenties. Yeah. You know? And, you know, being a single mom. And I love my daughter and I have a good life now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God has restored so much in my life, but I'm still a single mom. Yeah. Like that's not where yeah. I saw myself. Mm -hmm. You know, now my daughter is in a home that doesn't have a father figure in the house. Mm -hmm. And that's a, a real consequence. And yeah. that really my daughter is suffering those t now because of the decisions that I made. Yeah. And so I look back and yes, God gives grace on that. And he is filling in gaps that I cannot fill in. Right. And I am so unbelievably grateful and humbled by the way God has just kind of surrounded us and protected us yeah. in that. Yeah. Um, but those consequences are still there. Yeah. And so like my, <laughs> a friend just told me that I'm very motherly, but <laughs> so I'm going to go in my mother mode yeah. right now. Yeah. But if like speaking to younger women mm -hmm. or men, um, especially coming out of college, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and, and really wanting, um, to, to get on the right path, like guard your heart above all else yeah. Yeah. and guard what you are feeding yourself, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. guard where you're going, who mm -hmm. you're around, mm -hmm. what you're doing, mm -hmm. because you're training yourself to be someone that you're not going to like. Yeah. And that is not somebody that somebody's going to want to marry and somebody is going to want to spend their life with. Yeah. And so if you have plans to be a husband and to be a wife and to be a mother, you need to be doing the things and watching the things mm -hmm. and reading the things and listening to the things that are going to make you into that person that you want to be. Absolutely. And what I would add to that um, is to guard your heart and to be bold in mm. how you guard your heart. Mm. Because I, 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 I listened to everything that you said and I fully agree with it. And I see it too from a different perspective of, man, I was, I was doing the best I could to guard mm. my heart even in college. But I was, timid. I was almost, yeah, absolutely timid yeah. and almost maybe even a little bit ashamed oh, yeah. of it. Because um, you're the goody too. Because shoes. I was, yeah. and, and yeah. everyone, and they would, I would, I mean, it was, I felt like I was in kindergarten again sometimes in college because, or not kindergarten, but like, um, I would, I would sit around lunch. I had a good, I had good friends, mm -hmm. but they lived a different lifestyle than I yeah. did. Some of them not as much, but they were, they knew yeah. um, how I was and, and my they knew about my convictions, not because yeah. I'd ever told them, but just because of how actions, I acted. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. And what I had talked about and, and how I acted whenever they would talk about certain things. Um, but I mean, I can like remember sitting at, in the cafeteria at, in college and, um, they would purposely 
like sometimes talk about things knowing that it would make me uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and I would not, I was not bold in that. I would just either like yeah. sit there and like stare at my phone um, or try and like talk to someone who was sitting right next to me. Or sometimes I'd say, hmm, I think I've got to go do homework. But it was never like, hey. I'm not comfortable with I'm that. I'm not comfortable. Like, can y'all stop? To- can y'all just stop? Mm, like, good at me. It, can mm. y'all just stop talking about that? Stop trying to make me feel a certain way about that. Um, I was not bold. And I do think about how, man, I wish I could go back to my college self. And it was only, I mean, it was less than 10 years ago. But I wish I could tell that girl, hey, like, you, you own you own mm. your convictions. Mm. You own who the Lord has made you to be. Yeah, it's different from, from these people around you. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, who cares? Mm. And and that is something that I have learned in adulthood. And maybe it's, I don't know from what, probably my community, probably by surrounding myself with people who, mm-hmm. who do those things. And I aspire to be that way. And mm-hmm. I'm inspired and encouraged mm-hmm. from them mm-hmm. and how they are bold. Um, and maybe it's just a part of also maturing with my own relationship with the Lord, realizing that yeah. he really is the only one who matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wish I could go back to that little college freshman Abbey and say, hey, don't be ashamed mm-hmm. of this. Don't be embarrassed by it. Don't wish that you were. Because there were times, too, where yeah. I wish that I could participate in the things that they were participating in. Mm-hmm. I wish that I could have those conversations. I wish that I could be that girl that um, could do that. But I just couldn't. And I wish that I could go back and say, hey. Don't just don't just shy away. Um, be bold and and speak up for yourself, but also speak up for the convictions that the Lord mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. heaven and earth has given you. Yeah, because He's a whole lot more important, and those convictions are a whole lot more important than anything these people are talking mm-hmm. about. And I love those people, but mm-hmm. I do look back and man, it makes me mad. Like it gets me yeah. a little fired up about it because yeah. uh, I think how how dare you try and. Mm. mess with me and the convictions that God I think there's has given lots me. of young girls and you know? and guys too yeah. yeah that deal with that exact same yeah. thing and even now mm-hmm. I mean I look back even yeah. now in my 20 I mean you still people bring up things and it's like, like yeah I really yeah. don't like you talking about this but I'm afraid to say anything because I'm afraid of judgment or I'm afraid yeah. of you thinking that I'm good at two shoes or whatever it is but it's like no like be bold mm-hmm. you know be bold who cares? I love that. And I love, too, to think about what you said, like, maybe because of the people you were around, like, inspired you and encouraged you to be bold. Yeah. So, whoever's listening to this and you need that word, from, like, what Abby has just said, like, yeah. also think about maybe you standing up and being bold is going to allow someone else absolutely also to stand up. Because you don't know if someone else is dealing with those same things yeah. and being convicted in those conversations and not wanting to say anything because no one else is. Yeah. But if you do, yeah. now they can be encouraged and they can be emboldened to mm-hmm. say, you know what? Yeah. I'm not okay with that either. Yeah. 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 I love that. Um, yeah. It, it, it matters. It does And matter. other people see it and they can either, I mean... Mm-hmm. They'll they will notice if you are bold. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they're going to be so shocked that you said anything mm-hmm. that they're not going to have any mm-hmm. kind of judgment to pass on you. They're just going to be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. That I mean, you know. Yeah. And even if they do, who cares? Who cares? Because we're not here to please. <laughs> who cares? Men. Yeah, we're here to please God. Yeah. Okay. So, 
those are the things. Yeah. If we could go back to There's our, probably a whole lot there, more. No, I have a big but, long I mean, list, have, but we yeah. don't have. <laughs> I have that time. We don't have a long <laughs> Y'all enough. don't have that yeah. time? <laughs> no, you sure don't. Because yeah. I could literally go on till tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the main thing for mm-hmm. me is just to guard your heart. Yep. And, and yep. the things that Abby has said. And that if we could go back, if you are listening, even if you're not younger. Yeah. Like, even if you're older, mm-hmm. but those are things you're struggling with, like, there's, it's never too late to start something. Nope. You know, it's yeah. never too late to say, okay, today's the day mm-hmm. that I'm going to be intentional about guarding my heart. Or I'm going to be yeah. intentional about speaking up and being bold. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yep. All right. So. Favorite. Favorite. Yep. It's my week. Your week. Favorite. Yep. And I am loving this week and really for the past several weeks, um, the new Lion album. Cap, it's all caps, L I O N, Lion. Okay. By Elevation Worship. Um, we sound, with our accent, we sound like Lion. Oh, like Lion. Like, like, like Lion. You ain't Lion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean Lion, like, yeah. No. Elevation does not have an album titled L Y I N, apostrophe. <laughs> don't let me confuse you. Um, lion. 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 <laughs> like, Rar Lion, Lion King. Yeah, like the Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, Lion album. <laughs> and then it is super good. I love every song, actually. And if you listen to it in order, there's two tracks that um, are like back to back and they connect. So, like, it's one of those albums. Some albums I like to listen to, like, yeah. just on shuffle. And I do that with this one. But if you, I like to listen to, there's order. two tracks. It's No One. And then the, you really are. You really are. It's no one, and you really are. And those are like they connect if you listen mm. to them, and it's so good, and it just leads in. It's perfect. Uh, but anyways, I don't now. I'm not gonna say anything negative, but I will say I don't necessarily listen to Elevation Church pastoring. I don't know how you feel about that. It's just this is not sponsored by Abby Pickett's opinion um, or anything of that nature. And in fact, I'm just really awkward right now even saying that. That's okay. But um, but yeah, I don't listen. You love their worship. But I music, love yeah. their worship music. I, I I do. I really do. Mm-hmm. So um, Lion, okay. Lion, Lion um, by Elevation Worship. <laughs> listen to the whole album and listen to those two songs in order, and it'll bless you. All right. Well, until next time, guys. Until next time, episode three. Coming at you next week. Yep. See y'all later. Y'all have a good week. Bye. Love y'all.